I really didn't want to make this episode. That was a lie. This is 416 Basketball, and this is a podcast. Terrence Ross is a bricklayer. End of episodes. Ross is shooting a magnificent 19% from three. 19%! We're talking about a guy who's known for his three-point shot. So his teammate, Markel Fultz, the guy with a broken shot, is shooting better than Terrence Ross. That's right. He is. You know what? Terrence Ross? Not hitting twos either. He's shooting 41.4% from two. That's just from two. That is below his career field goal percentage. Let's look at his game log. October 23rd against Cleveland. Yes, shitty Cleveland. Terrence Ross went 4 of 13 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3. Against Atlanta on October 26th, 1 of 8 from the field. And that one make was a 3, but he attempted 6 of them. 1 of 6 from 3 is not good. It's not good at all. October 28th against the Raptors. Terrence Ross shot 4 of 11 from the field. 1 of 8 from 3. Ooh, big surprise. Really shocked. But, you know, on October 30th, he had a pretty good opponent in the Knicks. They really held him down to shooting 1 of 10 from the field and 0 of 6 from 3. What a great team in the Knicks. Just locking him up. The Milwaukee Bucks on November 1st. Terrence Ross shot 4 of 15 from the field. Yeah. He was allowed to take 15 shots in a basketball game. I'm shocked. 2 of 8 from 3 in that game. The following day, on November 2nd, against the Nuggets, he shot 4 of 9 from the field. Ooh, he's, it's getting better. It's getting better. 2 of 6 from 3? Still not good. Still not good for a 3-point specialist, though. Not good at all. November 5th, against OKC. He only attempted five shots in this game. He's not trusted. Two of five from the field, O of one from three. He has been abysmal at best this season. When they label you a three and D player, you actually have to hit threes and play defense. Terrence Ross has never done that. You hate Terrence Ross. Don't you remember when he had that 51-point game? Yeah, that game in which the Raptors lost. Yeah, when the outcome doesn't matter and your team is losing, Terrence Ross might show up. Very valuable. As a playoff performer, Terrence Ross has even been worse. Somehow he's been worse. In 2013-14 with the Raptors, he shot 29.8% from the field, 16.7% from three. 2014-15 with the Raptors, he shot... 37.9% from the field, 33.3% from three. 2015-16 with the Raptors, he shot 38.7% from the field, 32.8% from three. Last year, with the Magic against the Toronto Raptors, Terrence Ross shot 37% from the field, 34.3% from three. That's like a career playoffs performance, I guess you would say, for Terrence Ross. Great numbers. Really boosted his career average 
in the playoffs, which is 36.5% from the field, 30.5% from three. He's not good. And when your team is counting on you and needs you to perform on the biggest stage, Terrence Ross just bricking shots because that's what he does. And if we look at the advanced stats for his career, his offensive rating is 90. His defensive rating is 110. That's minus 20. That's minus 20. That is not good. That is horrendous. The most interesting thing about him is people think he can play defense. Because you can see the the bricks show up in the box score. You can see these terrible percentages. And you know he's missing shots. Like, the percentage doesn't lie. But when you look in terms of defense, the box score, you could say, oh, he got a steal here, he got a steal there. Maybe he's a good defender. He is not. And I think it's it's interesting that his advanced stats defensively have gotten slightly better with the Magic just because he's in a on a better defensive team. The Raptors weren't a good defensive team for the majority of time he was with the Raptors, but the Magic, I think last year, were, were a great defensive team. It had nothing to do with Terrence Ross, but, you know, he's playing with good defensive players. He's going to make those advanced stats look a little better. If Terrence Ross was making minimum money, I wouldn't rip on him, because for a minimum money, you know, he wouldn't be a bad player. He's making $54 million over four years. $54 million. I think the interesting thing with his contract is it declines over time. So the Orlando Magic are hoping to trade him down the line. When the the final year of his contract, I believe, is like $11.5 million. So they're, when they signed him to this contract, they weren't thinking, oh yeah, he's going to be this great player in the future that we're going to keep. They're like, no, we just want to keep him. And we think when that number figure drops in his contract, we think we can trade him. They can think that. But uh, the way he's playing right now, he is a toxic asset where the Orlando Magic would have to attach assets to dump him. And I think they would have to attach like a first-round pick at this point for someone to want to take on that money. The sad thing is the Orlando Magic desperately needs shooting. They're shooting 26.8% from three this season. That is second worst in the NBA. The only team shooting worse is the Memphis Grizzlies. And my boy, Jonas Valanciunas, it's shooting 36.4% from three. And Terrence Davis on the Toronto Raptors, he's shooting better than Terrence Ross from three. Terrence Davis, he's shooting 33.3% from three. I think Raptors fans are aware of how bad Marcus Gasol has been this season. His shot just isn't falling. He just seems off. But even he is shooting 36.8% from three. 
I would call Terrence Ross washed, but he's never been unwashed. He has been a disappointment his entire career. Can he show up in a dunk competition? Sure. Sure he can. Can he show up when the game is on the line and his team needs a final shot to put them over the edge? I wouldn't bet on it. I would not bet on it. I think the funniest thing I've heard about Terrence Ross is, you know, he's smart with the basketball because he doesn't turn the ball over. And that couldn't be any further from the truth. You know why he doesn't turn the ball over at a high rate? It's because he doesn't pass the ball. When the ball ends up in Terrence Ross's hands, it ends in a shot attempt. It ends in a brick. So you can glorify low turnovers, but if you're never giving the defense a chance to steal the ball from you because the ball is back up in the air on your shot attempt, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Like, he's had botched inbounds in the playoffs. He's had backcourt violations in the playoffs. He is not a smart basketball player. It's just not there. When you looked at Terrence Ross as a prospect, you saw a guy who barely had any body fat, who was super athletic, who you thought maybe could shoot. But if you're drafting a player purely on body type and hope, Bruno Caboclo, Brazilian Kevin Durant, that's happening, right? Let's take a look at what Bruno Caboclo is doing this season. He's shooting 35.3% from the field. That's better than Terrence Ross, but only 16.7% from three. That's worse than Terrence Ross. But Bruno, he had a pretty good game on November 4th against the Rockets. Shot five of eight from the field, one of three from three, 11 points, five rebounds. Two blocks, two seals. That's better than any game Terrence Ross has had this season. Bruno isn't good. Terrence Ross isn't good. You know who else isn't good? Lou Williams. He's not good. He can win six man every year and people can think he's good, but he's not good. This season, he's only shooting 32.3% from three. Yeah, he's averaging 20 points per game. But... He's playing an additional four minutes per game this season with the Clippers. He's not averaging any more points. Not averaging any more assists. In fact, he's averaging 0.7 fewer assists in those extra minutes. I was absolutely disgusted when he won sixth man last year. I thought his teammate Montrez Harrell was just clearly better. If you look at the energy that guy brings and how he elevated that Clippers team last year, it's it's no contest. One thing Lou Williams shares with Terrence Ross is that he's been hot garbage in the playoffs. For Lou Williams' career, he's shooting 38.5% from the field, 26.2% from three. You hate to see it. When Paul George returns from injury, Lou Williams is going to disappear. Like he disappears in the playoffs. 
But you know what? Lou Williams, he only makes $8 million a year. That's less than the mid-level. And he got this contract extension when he was playing well for the Clippers. The thing is, teams, they're not fooled into thinking that Lou Williams is going to translate to the playoffs. But somehow, the Magic got fooled by Terrence Ross. Currently, the Orlando Magic are 2-5. and five. They've lost three straight. Maybe they don't have to worry about Terrence Ross not showing up in the playoffs. They don't make the playoffs. This has been 416 Basketball. Terrence, keep laying them bricks.